Welcome to another fitting episode of It's Almost the Weekend Pod, where two video game pals <laughs> have topics to chew on, just reading straight off of the podcast page. We're never going to get it right. We're never going to be able to tell people what this podcast is about. I think ever since you nailed the outro, we've been unable to nail the intro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, do you remember what episode it was that you said... We'll catch you next time. It's almost the weekend again. What kind of question is that? <laughs> we're, we're like two years into this. How could I two? possibly remember? Uh, that's, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, but I, a part of me wants to go back and find out because there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely, I want to see where the magic was in that episode and see if the intro was good too. I mean, Maybe it was. It could have been. Mm. It could have been. You're right. We should just go back and copy and paste the best intro. Over and over again. <laughs> The uh, listeners will love that. Yes, yes. What a, what a celebration-style episode we've got for you here today. Oh, my God. This is... I mean, this is it. This mm. is the Game Awards, baby. This is going to be way better than the actual Game Awards. Uh, I didn't watch it, so I don't know in how like how it's going to be better, but mm. I know in my soul that it's going to be more satisfying. We've actually got a very special guest as well today. Oh, is that so? Welcome to the stage, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I knew Kojima was at the Game Awards mm. because uh, I saw through my Nine Inch Nails channels oh, that right. he walked out to a Nine Inch Nails. Oh, song. right. Was, uh, that's how I found out wow. that Kojima was there. That's cool. Very roundabout. Yeah. I, uh, I actually unfollowed Kojima and his English account on Twitter today. Whoa. Yeah. Is that? Not for any real, like negative reason it's not like he has like had like a cancelable tweet or whatever he mm. just tweets so much mm. all the time mm. anytime anyone mentions death stranding or has like a screenshot from the game they share on twitter mm. he retweets it yeah and i hate that <laughs> i saw he's uh making a movie with a24 did we mention that last week mm, no idea okay <laughs> I thought we mentioned it last week. We could have. We could have. Oh, well, last week was only a few days ago for us, really. Yeah. We we had a lot of Kojima news last week. And we didn't really spend much time on the Jordan Peele situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if if you're not aware, dear listener, Jordan Peele, like, get out Mm. one of the best movies of 2017. Mm. uh, Happened to be a horror movie. Mm. Insane script. Mm. Really, really good. I still need to see it. You haven't seen Get Out. I saw his other ones. I haven't seen that one. You've seen Us and not Get Out? I saw Us. Oh, jeez. I know. I'm disappointing. Um, there was also another celebrity there, or a couple more celebrities. It was such a star fest. I hate I hate the way the game awards, you know, he's always it's always been this, but it's just this to to the nth degree, you know, like we had Matthew McConaughey walk out. What? Yes. Right at the start. How did we not talk about that? And he said, all right, all right, all right, on stage at the Game Awards, which is pretty crazy. Nice. Um, He was repping a game that I've never heard of, and he wasn't even in the trailer, and it was a game all about, like, uh, time and relativity. Okay. And so it just looked like a reprint of that scene from Interstellar when he's, yeah. The, like, loose interstellar connection we'll get McConaughey. I think he was a voice actor in it, but I didn't hear his voice in the trailer, so I don't know what the deal was. He just came out and said, all right, all right, here's a video game. I mean, they they were probably like, hey, we'll pay you a million dollars to come and say, all right, all right, all right. I don't know, maybe a million per all right. That's what I would do if I was (laughs) If I've got a many-worded phrase, catchphrase, I'm going to have to get a million for every single time I say one of the words. <laughs> um, hell yeah. Well, uh, fuck 
Kojima's tweets. <laughs> Get uh, him out of here. But I'm real keen on that Jordan Peele situation. Mm. I really mm. want to see what that's about. Mm. Uh, and also to see like if he can successfully collaborate. Mm. You know, because he's out here star fucking. But what's oh, what's yeah. actually come of it? I don't know. Yeah, you know when you look at Death Stranding, there's so many celebs mm. in that game. Mm. You got Conan O'Brien. Yeah. What does the collab look like? Does does Hajima welcome <laughs> Conan to the office and step like guide him through the you know photo capture process? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the collab is like. I feel like he's just in his office the whole time, <laughs> just writing emails yeah. to people, retweeting to Jordan Peele, looking at the the Twitter account and retweeting every single picture of Death Stranding. <laughs> That's all he does. <laughs> but it's crazy though. You've got you've got Death Stranding two and this new OD. Yeah. Well, I mean. We don't know about Death Stranding 2, right? Like, it wasn't at the Game Awards. It was the last ones, though. Yeah, yeah, that was a year ago. (laughs) Yeah. What if he's just moved on to other things and he just never mentions Death Stranding 2 ever again? Before I stopped following Kojima, I did see a tweet from him talking about Death Stranding 2 and the fact that he was also working on OD. Wow. Saying, like, we got all these projects. They're very good projects. Mm. The Trump What The Trump years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Slide into (laughs) Trump. Yeah, great. So Trump, you've been playing anything uh, exciting? I love games. Of <laughs> <laughs> Very good video games. Some better than others. <laughs> he does that really good growl these days that I really like. These days, these I, haven't, days. I haven't seen him talk in a very long time. Yeah, he's around. He's around. <laughs> he's maybe, maybe it's just the impressionist that I see doing him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that impression of an impressionist. Mm, That's mm. The, the Trump rabbit hole that mm. we're tumbling down. Um, but no, I have been playing... I played the finals last night for a couple of hours. Ooh, mm. shit. I just downloaded that. Wait, on... Xbox. It's on Xbox? Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. It, there was like this big pop-up and I was like, that's the game with the generic title yeah. that I can never remember. You should play it. Yeah. I'm very excited. Let's play it after this. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, very fast. Very, very fast. I wonder how it'll go on the controller with the auto aim and such. I'm not sure. Uh, um, I mean, I'd be faster with the controller anyway. Yeah, I'd yeah. be so bad with the keyboard and mouse. But yeah, no, I was like right in the mood for a fast-paced co-op-y, not co-op-y, PvP shooty thing last night with some friends and it just like hit the spot. So I'm definitely going to keep playing it. Um, they did do a bit of a twisty though. They um, In their opening closed beta, they had like a bunch of... Uh, currency that they gave you and you could buy the um what do you call them costumes and cosmetics and shit uh-huh. and um in the in those ones they give you like two thousand as soon as you started playing you just go to the store and buy whatever you want but mm. in the actual game even though it's free they mm. give you like 150 for signing up with the email and you can yeah, buy yourself a nice yeah. hat and everything is tucked away in the battle pass and uh look, yeah it's just you know that's how they do it these days i guess but it seems to be a very popular game so you know hopefully it doesn't die week two like most people predict it would mm-hmm. yeah well they got to make their millions right mm-hmm. i've but- been playing a little bit more of that knuckle sandwich as well oh yeah mm. yeah just a little bit here and there nothing too major that's what's pretty much it that's all we all have done since last we spoke that's good that's yeah. great that's yeah. two games. You're out here, you're playing games, you're making games, you're talking about games. Making games, talking about games. Speaking of games, I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. What, what are we, are we doing? doing with our lives? <laughs> oh. um, I had a Christmas party. Oh, great. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh great! Yeah. <laughs> this all right, is, this no. is an all timer. I'm, I'm just in a good mood. Yeah. I love this. Is like the list of the year. I love lists. I don't want to overdo lists. Mm. That's how much you love them. You know, when you love someone, you don't want to make them the best meal of their lives mm. every night. No. You want to make it like once a week, once a fortnight. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes around, it's like a highlight. It's a good time. If you just if you just live on the the carbonara with the guanciale, then what have you become yeah you've become a fat pseudo italian no one needs that <laughs> yes you become chris pratt <laughs> um <laughs> <A> fucking underrated <laughs> joke oh my god <laughs> feeling very clear today you know very mm. like on the pulse mm. um but no we had a christmas party and we went to just down the road there's a place called the keys did i just dox you again probably not <laughs> no, I mean the keys. Yeah. That's very also generic. Yeah. Anyway, they had bowling there and um, a bunch of other stuff. We played pool as well. Hell yeah. Um, one of my workmates, Mikey, was just immediately a natural at um, bowling, which is crazy. He just Sick. was like bowling, like, I think he bowled a 200 game. Wow. Yeah. That feels higher than anyone I've ever seen yeah. bowl. I know. It's a lot. Like 200's <laughs> too high for someone to be like, oh, I guess I'll try bowling. <laughs> but that's Mikey. He's very naturally gifted at a lot of things. Mm, we love Mikey. We do love Mikey. Um, and yeah, I, 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 every time I bowl, it's, it's like a total flip of the coin. You know, like I'm either mm. just going to get like eight gutter balls in a row or mm. I'm going to bowl 150. I mean, that's like pool too. Mm. I, I also feel like there's kind of, uh, you know, like an alcohol threshold totally. or, or maybe like a Goldilocks window, not a threshold yeah. where you need to be in that window and you're brilliant and either side of that window, you're total trash. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have been on the other side by the time I got, you know, the further side, not the former side. <laughs> By the time I got to pool and it just wasn't the best. Mm, mm-hmm. I got something a couple. I did this crazy shot where there was like a bunch of balls on the top left co- pocket, right, like surrounding the black ball, which was like, if you touched it, the black ball would just go in. Mm. And this wild jump shot where I jumped the ball like right into the middle of all of them and they just like scattered and the black ball didn't go in. Oh my God. That was the highlight. For wow. Me. Jump shot. Total fluke. That- <laughs> yeah, okay. I can tell by your charming eye squint that it was in fact a yeah. total fluke. Yep. Uh, how about you, Darren? What have you been playing? Mm, I've been playing Hearthstone. Mm. I tried to give it up yesterday, mm. and then I played two more games. Mm. Uh, it's very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's pretty unhinged, though, especially because I've been away for a couple of years. Right. You come back in. There's a lot and, of stuff. Oh, my God. There's, yeah. there's like three different types of currency in that Whoa. game. It's right. insane. And, you know, it's just like a money-making pit mm. for Blizzard. The animations take forever. It's unoptimized as fuck. Really? Um, I mean, it still runs better than Magic on the oh, iPad, yeah. but like, oh boy. Magic runs fine for me. What's uh, it? <laughs> I, found, I found it very so rough. Deep. I found it very rough. Yeah, right. Um, okay. But I also played Hearthstone for a really long time and was very critical of right. like the company that was making that game. Right. And I'm just like, you guys can afford to like fucking recode this entire game several times over to be much better than it is did you see speaking of magic the gathering uh, <laughs> fucking unsubtle segue well any chance i get to talk about magic the gathering 
Um, the, it's, it's actually not good news, but uh, oh, no. a parent company, Hasbro, so Hasbro owns Wizards of the, Wizards oh. of the Coast. They let go of 1,100 people yeah, two Has- weeks prior to Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I did see Is what that. I say to that. I did see that. I've the- also seen that working conditions at Hasbro are reportedly... Not great. Yeah, right. So I, I didn't realize Hasbro was connected to Magic. I thought Magic was its own beautiful entity. Magic is owned by Wizards. I'm pretty sure Wizards of the Coast, mm. which own D and D now as well. Mm-hmm. They own a lot of nerdy good things. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, the boss or the CEO of Hasbro. I'm pretty sure it was Hasbro. Mm-hmm. I no, it was Hasbro. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw it too. Um, was like it's just a lever that we must pull to you know make the company blah 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 and in the work chat I was like I got a lever you can pull (laughs) (laughs) man Joe in work chat is straight fire yeah really come through with the goods yes that was zesty I gotta channel that Joe work chat energy Mm, mm, mm. Um, but no you were playing auto chess yeah playing a lot of auto chess Mm. there's just so many game modes now and uh you know i was i was there at the beginning for auto chess Mm, mm. um and now like it's on the main menu you know because they've got like hearthstone which is like all the deck buildy modes Mm. and then they've got the auto chess mode and then like all the special modes what's the special modes i have no idea i've never clicked that button wow okay there's probably a whole other game in there oh dude there's so many games in hearthstone now it's crazy yeah you open the ui and it's just like flashing exclamation marks everywhere and i just like go straight for the auto chess and don't look at anything else peek through the you know pop-up windows yeah touch the two pixels that is auto chess yeah and get into it yeah maybe i should i want to see you play auto chess as well just as like an outsider you know i feel like it would be like watching someone i don't know watching someone speak a new language for the first time you're like (laughs) Yeah, I'd, I'd love to show you because I was thinking yesterday when I was playing it how hard it would be to talk someone brand new through everything in yeah. one game. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to try. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt we've been onboarding Lauren, the French animator, this week. Mm. Second week, actually, that's mm-hmm. just been with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she'd never been in Unreal before. And like trying to just like show someone Unreal is just like, mm. I imagine as much like trying to show someone auto chess for the first time. Mm. It's like so many, so many levers to pull, if you know what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. A lot of levers. Speaking of <laughs> levers to oh pull, God. it's getting real hot in here. No, we're here. We got the big, uh, the big banners up. It's almost the weekend. Game of the year edition. Uh, we are recording this pretty soon after our last episode. Mm. So I mentioned at the last episode, if you're out there, if you're listening and oh. you've got a top five or even just a top one game mm-hmm. that you want to sing from the rooftops, you can email us uh, at at gmail.com. But we'll read that shit out even if it's not in this episode. Yeah, you know, of course. We'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd still love to hear your lists, what you've been playing, if you've been playing new games or old games. We just love lists. So, uh, yeah. Send us your juicy list. Mm. We did get an email, by the way. Did you check? No. It's not about that. It's about the game club. So maybe we should wait for game club. Ooh, next week we're going to read an email about game club. But for now, I've got... Well, I don't know if this is a piece of news Mm. per se, but it's a big piece of juicy stats. Oh, I love stats. Um, But it's quite juicy. So do you have any news? I do. Okay. maybe, Maybe we hear your uh your chicken situation okay. before we move on to what is maybe a dessert okay 
I have two bits of small news and one bit of semi-juicy news. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So hit hit me with the small, like as the entrees. Then we have the juicy chicken thigh. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to like, I don't know. Uh, McFlurry <laughs> Is can yours you, the McFlurry? Can you get those at KFC? Yeah, yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so last week in the news I didn't mention a couple of things There's been some more layoffs Video game layoffs in Melbourne specifically So oh. my previous studio, Infinity Plus 2 Had to let go of nine people No shit, this is the small Puzzle company. Quest studio? Puzzle Quest people, yeah mm. um, Which is sad One mm. of my friend's partner got let go Got let go Fuck um, So uh, I might actually put their deets in the, um, or like all of the layoff deets in the description this time. So if you happen to be listening and know someone who's hiring, then you can see their contact details and what job they're looking for, etc. Great idea. Love that. Um, there's like a spreadsheet for it already. I'm not going out of my way to fish all these people down. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not some, you know, amazing person or anything like that. Uh, and then uh, I can't remember if I mentioned it at, uh, prior to this either, but there was more layoffs for a League of Geeks. Did I mention that? No. League of Geeks in Melbourne Game Dev Studio. They did a game called Armello, and okay. they just done early access for a game called Hyperlight Drifter. No, that's Hyperlight not right. Drifter. No, no, no. Straight. No, something light. Fuck, I'm horrible at remembering the name of things. Something light. A game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in early access, and it didn't do too well. Mm. Um, but that was sort of like besides the point. Like it, it didn't do too well, and they like did a bunch of patches while it was in early access or like open beta or whatever it was mm. and turned it around. Mm. Um, and then shortly after, the person or the entity who was funding them to make that particular game mm-hmm. said that they had troubles, like that their bank would not allow them to continue this, these transactions for whatever reason. I don't know what the exact fine details of it were, but that's kind of what I heard. Right. Um, and so they had to basically let go 50% of the studio, and that's like a... 80 people strong Whoa. Melbourne studio hires most of the you know premium talent in Melbourne um, so that's pretty wild there's a spreadsheet going around of 30 people who want their details shared to prospective employers that I'll also put in the episode description fucking hell yeah. right before Crazy. Christmas I know what You're with these people <laughs> swear to god uh, so yeah there's there's those two bits of layoff news um, so yeah if you're hiring then check the episode description uh, and then, in lighter news, we got the GTA 6 trailer. Oh. Mm, did you see it? No. We should watch it after this. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. It's fun. It's silly. It looks like... It's, it's set in Florida, I think. Sick. So, yeah. It's got, like, a bunch of, like, crocodiles and crazy people in the streets and twerking on cars and all sorts of good stuff. Sick. It's very pretty. They've clearly done an amazing job with this video game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I'm surprised... I haven't heard of that because GTA is pretty big as far as as games go. We knew we talked about the GTA 6 leaks ages ago. Yeah, we did a whole topic on that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, So, yeah. And and then the funny thing was that this trailer actually, before it was released, before they had a chance to put it out, it got leaked. Uh, Classic. I don't know what's going on at uh, Rockstar these days, but they got leaky, a leaky boat. I mean, that's a big studio. Mm. You can't, you can't vet everyone to the nth mm. degree. They got thousands, surely. Yeah. I don't know how much of it was hacking either, or if it was just like someone logged into a computer somewhere at their friend's house. And you know, mm. I don't know, it's one of those situations where like, I reckon it was a bit of social engineering probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then this is my sort of semi-juicy news. All right, load me up for the juice. I've enjoyed my entrees. It- I'm ready <laughs> for something media. 
I can't remember if we've ever talked about it, but there was a very hyped game that had a trailer come out in around 2022 called The Day Before. Did you ever hear about this game? No. The trailer was very like pretty and promising and it looked like it was going to be like a MMO extraction shooter zombie survival thing. Bro, how am I supposed to remember that? That's like every That's second every game. game. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the finals? It could be. It's not the finals. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the finals. Yeah, anyway, anyway, the day before. The day yes, before. <laughs> it was uh, developed by this game called, uh, developed by this team called Fantastic, without the A, just Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had prior to that released a semi-successful game called Prop Night. Some people have heard of Prop Night. Anyway, um, so... They were like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to make this, this cool new game. This is our biggest project. And they put the trailer up and it started like getting heaps of wishlists on Steam. Oh, no shit. To the point where it actually became the most wishlisted game on Steam. Wow. Yes. See, life is so different when you have a PC. Like all this shit just goes over my yeah. head because yeah. I don't look at Steam. I like it. It gives us something to talk about on the pod because it's like I can explain these things yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so right before release, like a month before it was due to come out, they were like... We gotta delay this baby. We gotta delay it because we want to change engines. Whoa! A month before it comes out, you want to change engines? So we're going from Unreal Four to Unreal Five, apparently. Oh, that's not even like a Unity fiasco thing. No. But still, you don't like. It would be quite weird to go a full, um, you know, I- integer right. instead of just like you know using the most recent version of Unreal Four. Mm, okay. Um, there's all sorts of different, you know, technical reasons why it's challenging. You could do that. They planned on releasing it a year from then, just a year and change from that release. Right. So they, a a month before it came out, they were going to delay it a year. Yes. Wow. That's a big call. Big delay. People were starting to get a little bit, you know, there were already people being like, this is a very pretty trailer. Obviously they've never made anything quite like this before. Mm. How is this small team of people supposed to release this game? Mm-hmm. doesn't look possible. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, delay came out and they were like the, the engine update announced came out and they were like, the fuck? Anyway, <laughs> uh, later on, sort of maybe six or eight months from there, they were like, we got this new video coming. Everyone was like, it's going to be a new trailer. We've been asking for a new trailer, some gameplay. I hadn't seen any proper gameplay yet. Oh, okay. All right. I'm reading the tea leaves. Yes. Everyone's starting to get a little bit itchy. They want that trailer. (laughs) A video comes out titled Life at Fantastic, which was really just like some studios do this thing where they'll be like Life at Epic, you know, or Life at League of Legends. Um, That studio. I know that one. Life at Blizzard. Let's call it that. God, yeah. No, that's, that's... Unless you're a very small studio, that's just like a PR move. Yes. And that's pretty much what it was. But during the whole time that they were in this video talking about, you know, the people that they were working with and the two founders, the two founders are brothers, by the way. Okay. Uh, They were talking about this, like, El Cheapo version of Microsoft Teams. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it had a name. And it was basically like a big ad for that piece of software that they were apparently also developing. Oh boy. Oh, this is not looking good for those people. I mean, you, the wish list doesn't mean anything, right? That's just like no, any wish list. But it is a very, um, in terms of like expected sales for a video game, oh. it's used as a really clear metric as to like, you know, maybe how successful a game might be. Right. You can approach publishers with Steam wish lists as a metric for how successful this game will or not will be. No shit. So it is very, very a useful piece of data. Okay. All right. Um, One of the reasons for that is as soon as you wish this to Steam, a game on Steam, it will send you an email as soon as the game comes out. Right. Okay. And when it comes out, if you open Steam, it'll be like, here's your wish list of game. It's out now. 
Mm. It sort of just like throws it at you. I wish listed something for the first time the other day. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was it? Some, uh, I can't remember the name of the game, but the developer posted on like one of the gaming subreddits I follow and they were like, uh, I'm trying to make a game that is exactly like Slay the Spire and Fire Emblem. Oh, cool. And so they called it like, I don't know, Spire Emblem or some shit yeah. like that. Or they called the genre Spire Emblem. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I asked them, I was like, hey, this looks great, but is it going to have a fast mode like in mm. Slay the Spy? Because the worst thing for me is when I find a new card deck builder roguelike thing and then I play it for 40 hours and I'm like, great, but I don't need to see these animations yeah. anymore. I just want to go really fast. Yeah. And if I can't do that, I'm like, ah, I'm going to go back to Slay the Spy. <laughs> <laughs> Where I can be fast. Yeah. And the dev was like, it's in there, babe. It's nice. already in there. And I said, wishlisted. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Yeah, wishlisted up. Wish lists are very appreciated by developers. Mm. Cool. Um, like anytime if you go to PAX or whatever and you play some indies game, they'll be like, here's a link to wishlist the game. Okay. That's how they get the game out there. All right. Great. Anyway, um, then on January 24th of this year, uh, it was like, uh, maybe I already said this, but it was the most wish we list, uh, most we listed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it was it's on the a, Wii channel. Yeah. If it's a game that you're playing on the toilet, like yeah, you, they're, you, they're you the we listed games. Um, and then it got, oh, here's the piece that, oh, sorry, my, my note-taking was sloppy. Uh, it got delisted on Steam on the 24th. Delist. So. Well, that's okay, right? They're delaying it for a year. Mm. So. The Steam page should be up though, so you can see, you know, news updates. Oh, sure. So basically yeah, it cause... got removed from Steam. Oh. As like, here's this game coming, you can press the wishlist button, and now it's gone. And everyone was like, what the fuck? They're going to rug, they've rug pulled before they've even made any money. Uh, but apparently it was uh, uh, a, a Korean... Um, calendar app maker by the same name of the day before they made this app called the day before uh, was trying to like do a cease and desist and stop them from releasing another piece of software with the name the day before what the fuck yeah yes uh, so yeah then they got, went to court and uh, the, the game actually won the court case so they were able to release the game called the day before wait but they haven't released it, right? Because it's coming out in a year. No, it's out. Uh, that was 2023. Oh, sorry, 2022. Oh, so I was, see. Yeah, we, we came out the other day. Oh, yeah. oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, right. So a, like 13 months ago, yes. they were like, we're delaying it for yes. a year. We're changing yes. engines. So this has come out. It's out. Oh, well, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. So then this was another thing when, when it went down from Steam, people thought, okay, yeah, the scam is clear. Mm -hmm. Scammy scam. Um, yeah, that's all the notes that I've got there. But I, I finished watching the video that was talking about this um, by SkillUp. And uh, basically what happened was they ended up releasing the game and it got the only official um, reviewing place to review it was IGN. And they gave it a one. Ooh, a one <laughs> a from one. IGN. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Because if like a five from IGN is a two mm. and like a four is a one. It's like a do not play this thing. Don't install it on your machine. Wow. Yeah. yeah it's like this is malware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that was also kind of like a little bit of the thing that they were saying in the IGN review was like, you probably don't install this. I'm uninstalling this from my computer. I don't want it around anymore. Not because of like any clear malicious thing going on, but they were just like, if this is what the studio is willing to do to like release this and have people pay for it, then you know, big problems. Wow. Um, 
the developer was like, yeah, there's no like asset store stuff in here. And then like, like the day after it came out, a bunch of uh, players were like, they went through all of the files in the, in the game and like found a bunch of, of asset course. store stuff. And they're like, yeah, look, it's obviously asset store. Um, they... I love that that's like, you know, trying to get good PR. Hey, like we made this game. Yeah, five, <laughs> years, five years of dev, they said they spent on it. Five years. Yeah, it's a long mm. time. Anyway, two days after it came out, they made a tweet with the classic JPEG and they were like, uh, we're actually shutting the studio down. The game was like unsuccessful. Too many people refunded it apparently. And yeah, they shut down. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, there's been a lot of games like that this year. The Gollum game. Yeah. Uh, the fucking King Kong game. Yeah. We didn't even talk about King Kong game. No. The yeah. Walking Dead one. Which oh, yeah. Almost like came out like two weeks ago. There's yeah. some terrible games. They're floating have... around. Wow. And so we can add the day before the, to that list. Add the day before to the list. I think the day before, though, compared to like, you know, the Gollum game, which was probably just a tax write-off for whatever publishing company owned them, <laughs> was actually a scam. Like they, mm. they made a bunch of money from this game. And then before, you know, everyone could issue refunds or anyone knew that they were eligible for a refund, they just sort of like bailed. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that's the day before. What's your <laughs> what's your smoothie? That or whatever was you said so that was. juicy. <laughs> My McFrappe or whatever McFrappe. the fuck I said. Uh, okay. Well, this is um, this is this is much lighter okay. than good fucking scam fest the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, I got a Reddit user here, and they uh, compiled the data from like all of the top 100 video game lists on the internet to come up with like the ultimate ultimate 100 video game list. And I thought it would be fun to go through this. We're not going to go through all 100, but I thought it would be fun to go through this just to highlight how generic and shit those lists are and how fucking awesome our list is going to be. Okay, cool, cool. So this is uh, from this year or from all time? All time. Okay, right. This is... this is Top 100 lists are horrible. They're always bad. Oh, they're so bad. So uh, I'll just give you the top five real quick because there's some other really interesting stats that i want to go through um but again just remember this this is you know this is all of the top lists on the internet so this is going to be very uh basic we've distilled it onto its ultimate shit form exactly exactly uh number five tetris okay that's not so bad no that's fantastic Mm. very proud of that that's the only entry uh number four the last of us oh okay that's not so bad number three grand theft auto five yeah number two Breath of the Wild. Oh, all right. Number one, Ocarina of Time. Oh, I mean, yeah, overrated, but yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Not you know, the worst list ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting it to be like, yeah, really bad, but that's, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. That's, that's good to know. Um, and so I thought it would be interesting to go through some of uh, the data that came out of constructing this list. Okay. Um, so what I've got here is uh, the entry distribution by decade. Um, so keeping in mind, this is like a top 100 list. The era that ranks highest is the 2000s Mm. with 38% of the entries coming out of those games. I mean, I can kind of see that, you know, the halos, the gears of war, you know, this is the PS2, Xbox Xbox era, and then also the start of the 360 yeah, era, right, you know. Yeah. So lots of lots of heavy hitters in there for sure. Mm. Um, I've also got distribution by country of development. 
um, and this is kind of really obvious and you're going to be across this, but uh, two countries account for 83.5% <laughs> of all of the entries. What countries are they to? Japan and the US. They are. Um, we, <laughs> got, we got Australia, 0.5%. Hey, let's go. That's so horrible. <laughs> Dismal effort, Australia. <laughs> Zero point, not even 1%. <laughs> not even 1%. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I also got distribution by console type. Mm. And this one actually surprised me in a really big way. Mm. Um, so we got PC entries at 22%. Yeah. Yeah, and home console entries at 53.5%. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. I just, I don't know, maybe just because <laughs> I talk to you a lot and you're like a big PC gamer, mm. I just feel like PC is kind of the place where you go to get serious about games, <laughs> if that makes sense. Because yeah. I was, you know, I'm, I'm interested. I look at the PC, you know, like gaming PCs on Facebook Marketplace yeah, yeah. occasionally and that kind of thing. And to get like a PC that can play 4K content. Oh, that's tricky. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You've got to spend so much money yeah. because like the PS5 is 4K, right? Yeah. That's bananas. You've yeah. got to spend thousands on a PC to <laughs> yeah. get it running 4K games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends what you, what you do, but yeah. Fuck. At least, at least thousands. At least a couple thousand, I reckon, to get a 4K gaming PC. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> That's bonkers. Can you do 4K? Is that what you're playing? Uh, I mean, I got the PS5, uh, but I don't know. I don't even know if my PC, uh, my TV is true 4K. It's like 4K checkerboard or whatever it is. Right. So it's okay. like basically to the untrained eye, it looks like 4K. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure my PC can do 4K. But my monitors, uh, they're like pleb monitors. They're only 60 hertz refresh rate. <laughs> right. Like 1080p. Like it's not even like... Yeah, there's no contest. I'm, I'm sure like, at work I've got a 4K monitor and it's quite nice. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. Yeah. No oh, shit. That's just, what a world. Mm. What a world to dive into. Mm. Um, some of the other juicy stats I got from this list. Top indie games. Mm. Uh, now, I'm going to read all 10 of these indie games because uh, I felt seen okay. when I read these <laughs> games. Yep. Uh, number 10, Braid. Great. Great entry. Number 9, Return of the Oberdin. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> number eight, Stardew Valley. Mm -hmm. Number seven, Hollow Knight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Number six, Out of Wilds. Okay. Yep. Number five, Inside. Oh, I would have put that further back. I'd yeah. Probably, very know, surprised that, yeah. to see Inside that yeah. far up there. Yeah. Uh, number four, Hades. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number three, Undertale. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Number two, Disco Elysium. Very good. Number one, Artful Escape. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Number one is Journey. Journey, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and I gotta say, very surprised about Inside, and very surprised that Undertale isn't number one. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I feel like Undertale had this real cultural moment. You know, like those mm. came out of time that like f those fandoms were really frothing for that kind of thing. Must have, must have really. I remember playing Undertale. Uh, yeah. Don't know. That's it's, it's, I don't really know what else to say about it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That kind of uh, fanaticism scared me off initially. Yeah. That's like the, fair. the internet just exploded with Undertale. Yeah. And I was a bit like, whoa. Yeah. Um, all right. I got a bunch of misc stats here uh, relating to this top 100 list that's been amalgamated. Uh, most popular genre. 
Mm. First person shooter. Mm-hmm. Least popular genre. You're going to shed tears over this. No. Rhythm. Oh, oh that's just that's a niche genre. <laughs> <laughs> Number of games with female protagonist. Mm. 17. Percent? No, 17 games. Although it's a top 100 oh, list, top so 100? it's one and the same. Wow, that's really low. <laughs> Number of games with explicitly, as in stated in-game, LGBT protagonist. Oh, God. Three. Three. Yeah, okay. Um, and we got... We got... All, all of these games appear in my favourite games of all time. We got Disco Elysium, Hades, and The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. Uh, number of games with content in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> what a great stat! Right? What's your What's your go? Number of games. Number of games in the top one hundred. With oh, I'm going to say thirty. Seventy four. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> That's so many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Ultimate really branched out. Yeah. You know? They've just got all kinds of shit going on. I wonder what their class is content, you know? Like, maybe I should have branched out a little bit. Oh, because it's like it stickers and everything. Yeah. What does it say here? It does say content. Yeah. So, you know, they're getting away with trophies and yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah. of bullshit. Yeah. Uh,. <laughs> This is subjective from the Reddit user, but the st- the the uh, stat is worst selling game on the list. Mm. Harder to determine, but possibly Shenmue too. Mm. Um, yep. But yeah, that's uh, that's all I got on Great. on the most generic uh, internet list of best video games ever. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love all those juicy stats. <laughs> Munch them up. Um, and before we get into the big ticket item, uh, just a quick message from our sponsor. No. Uh, I've got uh, my stats from the year, which oh, I brought yeah. last year. I thought I'd bring, bring them this year real quick. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, though. Um, so I watched 106 movies this year. Huge. Uh, Compared to last year? Do you have the previous years? 126 last mm, year. Slightly more. Yeah. Uh, and so this year I gave no new movies five stars, okay. but I did give 11 movies four and a half stars. Wow. Now, rather than read through all 11, I'm just going to give you one okay. that I think is, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen this movie, get onto that shit. Mm-hmm. It's called Synecdoche, New York, and it is Charlie Kaufman's directorial debut. Oh, no, I don't know that one. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, right. It's really, really good. It's got uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in the lead. It's amazing. Hmm. Is it like a thriller or no? It's. I mean, I don't think so. I think it depends on who you are, okay. honestly. Like, okay. it's a black comedy for me. Right, okay. Like, very obviously a black comedy, but it certainly has thrilling elements. Okay, all right. Um, I read 44 books this year, oh. uh, and I rated seven of them five stars. Wow, that's a lot of good books. That's a lot of good books. So because we're talking about five stars, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you the titles of these books. Like the top five? Yeah. I'll okay. give you the top five. Uh, in no specific order, The Children of Huron mm-hmm. by J.R. Tolkien. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I haven't really read that much outside of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Mm. And this was my first foray and it was fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, this one's a tragedy and it's just really sick because 
I've never read Tolkien write a tragedy. You know, he's all yeah. about like the success of the good people yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Hell yeah. That's really sick. Um, my favorite sci-fi, I think, ever, Childhood's End mm. by Arthur C. Clarke, the dude who wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey wow. with Kubrick. Um, I finally read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking wow. I need to read that book. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing book. Uh, Lolita. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Do you know anything about Lolita? I've seen the film. Oh, really? Wow. What was that like? Is that good? I saw it a long time ago. Mm. I remember maybe not being ready for it, I mm. think. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like a pretty confronting movie, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I went in totally blind. Oh, right. I knew Lolita was a classic, but I had no idea why. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, tr- mad trigger warning. Yes. The, the main character is a pedophile. Yes. Uh, but what a book. Yeah. It, it was incredible. Incredible. And just has all the right commentary in the right places, right, you right. know, like this doesn't glamorize pedophilia in no. any way. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just beautifully written. Yeah, maybe the book was a little bit more. I maybe yeah, like I said, it was a long time ago when I watched the movie, but I seem to remember the movie being a little bit more. Maybe depending on the lens in which you view it, I guess. But mm. like the romanticization of the, I don't know, just the way they filmed it, it felt like quite romantic. Right. Um, so oh man. That. Yeah. No. The 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 writing is good because there's a lot about like the prose mm. that I can't imagine translates very right. well to the screen. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was missing. Um, she, <laughs> I guess the last book I'll say is okay. the Chekhov collection of short stories by a boy, mm-hmm. Anton Chekhov. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Fantastic. The, you can take like a chapter from any one of those short stories and it's one of the best short stories. <laughs> like, Jesus. It's, it, it's amazing how he can like, drill down into concepts like huge concepts like Mm. religion Mm. and like country and people and just like just amaze you in a matter of sentences it's yeah it's wild it's wild yeah um those are my big book recommendations Mm. the last that i got before we get into this is uh my it's almost the weekend research stat uh this doc for the year 2023 is 19,432 wow, words. That's a book. That's, no, 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 that's not even a fifth of a book. It's an hour-long YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to be generous, Dan. That's a book. <laughs> it's a cute book. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah. Great. That's where we're at. Hell yeah, dude. Here we are. Shall we dive on in? I, I guess we should dive on in. I might insert some music here if I can be fucked. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, so like last year, we're just going to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a couple of honorable mentions, okay. which were really delicious, but just because of the high caliber mm. of the games that actually made the list, mm. they just didn't stand a chance. Yeah, right. But okay. another year they may have they may have gone. How many games do you have? Uh I mean I've got a top five. Okay. And right. then four honorable mentions. Yeah, nice. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I got five as well. Okay. I got two honorable mentions then. Alright. Menchies. Alright. Well um why don't we why don't we do an honorable mention Sandwich. Let's do it. I'll mention two. You mention two. That's I'll mention two. I got two honorable mentions. I got the bread. 
my bread for you, <laughs> this honorable mensch sourdough. Uh-huh. Uh, Kentucky Root Zero mm, is, yep, yep. is there for me. Yep. Uh, really enjoyed it. And I was still ultra fucking cooked in January. A lot of my time bedridden. Yep. Uh, you know, I was getting to the point where making tea was like I could do that on the reg. Yeah. Make make a bit of tea, play Kentucky Route Zero with one hand. Mm. Really enjoyed my time with that game. Nice. Uh, my second honorable mensch, Mario Odyssey. Mm. Wow. You played that this year? Yeah. All oh, right. Cool. Played that for the first time this year. Uh, great, great platformer. It's good. Probably the first time since... 64 that i've been like oh this mario has the moves yeah um you know super mario galaxy 2 is definitely up there but this one like 64 is a lot less floaty yeah and it's a bit faster and the hat the com like the movement combos with the hat i mean the level design is just amazing uh yeah odyssey odyssey fucking rules but yeah not tight enough to, mm. to, to crack the top five That's for me. Fair. Yep. All right. My meat uh, <laughs> is I put Hi Fi Rush. Mm. I bloody love that game. Yeah. That was so much fun. Um, yeah. It has a really strong opening, that game. Even mm. if all you do is get it on Game Pass and play it for an hour, mm-hmm. you get to play that opening section, mm-hmm. put it down. You've enjoyed what I mostly enjoyed about it. The mm. rest of it, just just bread mm. um, but tasty bread mm. uh, next is Alan Wake 2 oh shit okay both these games I thought were gonna be in your top 5 there you go oh my goodness um, yeah Alan Wake 2 I spoke about it last week a lot mm. uh, feel like it's just really promising game in the first 6 hours mm-hmm. and then it just sort of devolves a little bit from there or doesn't really do anything new mm-hmm. instead of devolving yeah that's probably a better way to put it it just sort of repeats the same things um, but yeah, really, really beautiful. Um, has some nice semi-adult pointings at script writing for the first time. In a lot of sort of like, I don't know, Remedy does their thing, I guess. But this sort of promises that that at the start, and then again devolves a bit. Mm. Um, but it, the fact that they're sort of like hinting at it, trying to tell a more adult story at the outset, and making some really bold choices with their opening, mm-hmm. really good. Right, sick. So. I wonder if we're going to see a knockout game from Remedy at some point, you know, where they just take everything they've learned and they actually distill it into something that's incredible the whole way through. Maybe, yeah. I think they're... It's hard to say. I think, apparently, Alan Wake 2 is not selling very well. Mm. Uh, And so... I mean, it's a sequel to... uh, bad niche horror game like i can't imagine they're expecting big sales yeah yep um so maybe that's for the best though maybe the next game will be like as a result of the less budget and make it a little bit more slim and restricted and Mm. critical in their choice making so Mm. who knows Mm. what's your bread all right my bread to finish this off uh and i want this honorable mensch to stress how good the games in my top five are okay it's resident evil 2 remake oh right yes 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 you loved that game loved this game played it multiple times it was one of those games i couldn't believe how good it was and that i had not played it 
until this year. Mm. Uh, yeah, just killer. I mean, picked that up for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Had ten dollar expectations. That's a hundred bucks. Oh my god, <laughs> it's great. Oh That's my a great god. game. Yes, yeah. I remember having a great time with that too. I still want to go back to it. Mm. I picked it up on PC, so I can go back to it easily. Shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, excellent. I mean, I was scared often, mm-hmm. especially the first time. There's all the reason to go in and like do more playthroughs. Mm. Uh, it kind of sits sentimentally for me because I tried to show my dad oh, yeah, the yeah. start and he was just so scared that we had to stop. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. What a game. Excellent. Um, and then my final our honorable mention is uh, Mahjong from Yakuza 0. <laughs> Not a game. <laughs> you can't call it Mahjong from Yakuza, Yakuza no, 0. You say Yakuza 0, specifically the Mahjong minigame. <laughs> you can't allow the minigame to usurp the title. <laughs> the minigame is so good. I, yeah, I'm sure it's amazing. But you, yeah, you played many hours of that, right? I played like 35 yeah, hours. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for not the game that you were supposed to be playing. Oh my god. I believe you didn't finish Yakuza 0. I didn't even meet that dude that you kept saying I need oh to meet. Oh god. <laughs> Please go back one day and play Yakuza 0. It's, no. a, it's a gem. No, no, I did um, I did pick it up after the whole Mahjong thing. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it, it was great. I went and played some other mini games, mm. and like, there, there are like uh, weird. Uh, uh, how, how do you say like um, sexy videos but with real life oh, women I don't remember those oh my god yes yeah. so like last time I was playing with uh, Phoebe Redacted sitting mm. next to me and we like did this side quest oh. for a sex worker oh. and we unlocked a videotape yes I do, I do know those now yes right actual Which, yeah actual like Lady. strippers yeah or something yeah yeah and we were like this game has everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I know this sounds crazy, but that's semi-relevant to later in the game. Not what? those specific side quests, but the fact that that content is in the game is sort of semi-relevant to later in the game. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's Yakuza. Yes. I, not, yeah, like it wasn't unwelcome. It was just surprising that the, like the women are live action. We're live action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, Mahjong was fucking sick and mm. I couldn't stop playing that. All right. Shall I kick us off with the first item in my top five? Broseph, what is your number five? One, two, three, four. Just have to make sure I've got five. I would imagine using the meat as one of my honorable <laughs> items. <and it> <laughs> Alan, wait two. You just blew right yeah, by yeah. it. Whoops. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, number five. Mm-hmm. Fear and hunger. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, look. Loved fear and hunger. Was is still our most popular episode. Mm. It's our first, no, one of our first in-person episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just got precious memes associated with it, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, go play Fear and Hunger. It's you can go and listen to the episode and hear us talk about it. But there are slight spoilers in the episode, like pretty big spoilers in the episode. So maybe maybe hits this steer clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can go and pick it up. I'm pretty sure you can get it for like five bucks or something, right? Like it's, it's cheap. It's very cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Weird indie game that I kind of want to see more of in the new year. Some weird, you know, two D JRPG or RPG maker games that have things to say. It it was probably the most satisfying game club game mm. in in that I'd never heard of it. It was so new and it was just so impressive what 
this developer did with RPG Maker. Yeah. Like, he was pushing at the lamb with those twine strings and the lamb was breaking free. Yeah. Like, it was was some good shit. Yeah. The lamb. Uh, All right. That's my number five. What's your your number five? Great number five. Uh, My number five is The Witness. Oh. I loved The Witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't shut the fuck up about The Witness the entire time I was playing it. Uh, and I, I still think about the witness quite often Mm. because, um, like earlier in the year I was having real trouble with like being outside, Mm. you know, I, I'd, I'd been in a room for a really long time. And so like my therapist was like, all right, what you need to do is you need to be in a public place Mm -hmm. and you need to let like the anxiety come at you and like let the panic happen, Mm -hmm. but stay there. Mm -hmm. Like the point is just to experience it in somewhere other than, you know, not just rush back to the room. And uh, she was like, something that might help is just like imagining somewhere really simple. Mm. And so I used to go to like the Aubrey Coles in in the in the mall, Mm. you know, and I used to go and sit in the mall Mm. and have a panic attack Mm. and think of the witness, you know, just everything really still, really saturated colors, maybe the light drone of one of the puzzles that you're in the middle of solving. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep that game with me for yeah, a really wow. long time. That's beautiful. I really like that, that the way that you describe that. Were you thinking of puzzles or just like just being in the no, world? No, just being in the world because yeah. I find the world really beautiful mm. and there are quite a few moments that may or may not be related to solving puzzles where you get like a big view of the different right. biomes. Right. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was really cool that they didn't go for realistic and they Mm. went for something super artistic and Mm. super saturated and like really pleasant to look at would you call the witness one of the greatest maybe the greatest puzzle game ever made i i think the witness has a purity to it Mm. as a puzzle game that that makes it one of the best of all time Um, I, I think it's, it's one of, you know, it's like the godfather of puzzle games, but you you know, I love the matrix and I love Goodfellas because they, they do more than just the best, if that makes sense. Um, and so I think the witness is definitely up there in the puzzle game canon, uh, and it might be up the top of just pure puzzle gameplay. Mm. Um, but some other puzzle games do um, more interesting things. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, just the the way that The Witness like drives down into the, the video game epiphany and you yeah. just get to have, have that experience. Yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, the, it's, it's up there. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man. My number four, mm-hmm. and I, this is on my holiday to beat games. So I haven't finished this game, oh, okay. but I played it and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, no shit. Had to put it in there. Um, yeah. I, every time I, I think about going back to it, I get very excited, and then something else comes along and takes my attention away. Right. Only 70,000 games came out this year. So. I know. There was a lot of games. <laughs> and a lot of games. A lot of good games. Very beautiful games. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, 
yeah, I just can't wait to get back into it. I've just, yeah, I, there's been like updates and stuff as well. And I can't wait to be like, oh, this is a bit different to how I remember it. And mm. um, yeah, mm. it's going to be a good time. Fuck yeah. What, um, what are some of the things that you look forward to when you think about playing it? Um, I think about where I was in that game and mm. getting past that part. And I'm looking forward to being out of act one, basically. Oh, and shit. And moving okay. through into act two. Right. Um, there's characters that I want to talk to specifically about certain things. Mm. Um, there's romance that I want to progress that I'm still thinking about even today, even though I haven't played it in months. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. There are areas that I want to return to and like go back and make sure I've like done everything in that I can possibly do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like a bunch of stuff. Fuck. I mean, those are good signs for an RPG, right? Yeah. Like characters, romance. Hell yeah. Places. Um, hell yeah, man. What hit me with your number four? My number four goes way back. Mm. The very first game that of I played. <laughs> the very first game of The original time. game. The proto game. <laughs> uh, that I played this year is The Outer Wilds. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. Nice. Mm. Wow. You got a pretty powerful list this year. Oh, bro. This this list has fucked my like actual top 10 yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put it into perspective. It, it truly has, um, which is why Resident Evil 2 isn't on this list. Right. What a game. That yeah. game deserves to be on this list, yeah. but it's just so thick with the goods. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, shit. I mean... I didn't know anything about the game itself, but I knew the game was heralded as one of those indie games mm-hmm. that you gotta play. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, totally checked out for me. It's like, it's, it, it is a puzzle game, yep. I guess, because you need to solve a puzzle to beat the game, but it's so much more than that. Um, what they've done with the miniature solar system? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, it's a real working miniature solar system with cool. gravity like all the physics are realistic uh and what what i think is beautiful about this game which is akin to the witness mm. is you can finish the game immediately oh, if yeah, you know yeah. what to do yeah and you, you to find out what to do you like follow signals and I mean, that's just like, that's my fucking kryptonite, man. Like if you're, if you're in space and it's like, there's an unknown signal here, I'm like, good Lord, I want to know what that signal's about. Yeah, like, right. I don't need any more inspiration to get going. Yeah. Um, and there's a beautiful tie-in to music with this game. Many of the signals are like lone oh, yeah. aliens playing an instrument. Yeah. And oh man, it's, yeah. That's romance, baby. That, <laughs> yeah, this a game. Lone alien on the planet. Too. Yeah. Um, yeah, like The Witness, a, a game that gave me goosebumps many times. Mm. And, and of the really like gentle, sweet kind, you know, not like adrenaline pumping goosebumps. Right, just right. as the like, wow, I can't believe like a group of people had this idea yeah. and executed and it this yeah. well. Yeah. Like, yeah, it really touched me. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I still need to play it. I mean, I played it briefly, but I didn't finish it. Oh my God. I know. It's out there. It's ready for me to go. <laughs> Let me just finish Baldur's Gate 3 four times because that's <laughs> probably what I'm going to need to do to be able to enjoy it properly. 
next on my list, uh, this one was like, I, it was like vindicating for me because I knew I was going to enjoy it. And then it came out, I played it with friends and it was exactly the sort of experience that I thought it was going to be. Remy 2. Oh, Remnant shit. 2. Okay. Um, the DLC actually has come out. I haven't checked it out yet. Me and my friends are going to wait until all three parts of the DLC are out and then we're going to dive back in and munch on it mm. um, rather than like you know do some dlc and then forget the controls and then come back in five months and do the dlc you know do it all in one go totally um yeah remy 2 is just like maybe some of the best co-op you know pve shooting in the most recent like memory for me i can't think right. of another game where you're like the loot the loot cycle is so neat and the way that you like forge weapons and like different builds that you end up with despite all kind of playing similar-ish guys, just big hunky dudes with guns. It's still so varied. <laughs> right. Um, the bosses are cool. The boss arenas are cool. The way that you have to fight them is interesting and varied each time. It's different for everyone who plays it. Like my world, if you were to start playing it today, my world would be totally different to yours. We would have fought different bosses. It's crazy. It's crazy. The, the, the systems that they made to like make this game what it is is just like unheard of it's it's like akin to like um what's the thing oh like you know how in like dark souls games or like bloodborne or whatever there's just like what's the painted world in dark mm -hmm. souls yeah mm -hmm. it's like a whole optional area with like mm -hmm. bosses and everything that you mm -hmm. can just miss mm -hmm. it's like that it's like there's all these like not, not biomes necessarily but boss battles that you can not see just because of the way the world is generated right um, and the way that you do get to see them is like playing online with your friends in their worlds. Mm. And that's like got its own reward loop. It's just like, it just goes on and on. Um, so yeah, Remy 2, number three. Fuck. That's really excited me because it's on Game Pass now. Mm. They just shadow dropped that oh, shit. Yeah, we got to play with Damien. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty keen now. Mm. To, I, had, I had forgotten. Number three. Mm -hmm. That's, that's spicy. Up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a spicy I had a great ball. time. I, I mean, I basically... Almost played it every single night until I finished it <laughs> after it came out. So, wow. Yeah. I love when that happens yes. with the game. And there was also that filthy sesh that I had over, over one of those weekends when <laughs> it first came out with my black friends. We played it for like 12 hours or something. <laughs> just the longest sitting time, sitting down time in a long time. I felt the gross afterwards. You know the kind of sesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. All right, Remy 2. That's, that's exciting. Mm. Real keen to pick that up now. Uh, let me see here. What do we got on number three? Uh, number three is going to be to the surprise of no one. Uh, this was a big Joe recommendation. Ooh. Inscription. Oh, nice. Wow. That's pretty high up. Yeah. I didn't realize you enjoyed Inscription that much. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Inscription was, yeah. I mean, again, for me, one of those great game experiences. Mm. And it was because I didn't know anything. Mm. You know, I, I've finished everything in like eight or nine hours mm. and it was just crazy how fast the pace was that game changes so manically yeah. but there are all these really interesting themes that like intersect between the different uh modes i mm. guess you yeah. would call them mm. of the game uh and it, it was just so surprising and so much fun mm. Uh, and it was, it was, you know, it came at a time where I was trying to stop playing Slay the Spire. Mm. Uh, it, you know, I'm always trying to stop playing Slay the Spire <laughs> yeah. and it's rare something actually gets me to do that. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and Inscription did that. I, I really loved the vibe of playing it. 
like I, I didn't even play it with headphones. I just like sat there with the dude in the cabin mm-hmm. and then I looked around the cabin and I don't know, I just love feeling safe in the unknown, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's mm-hmm. like a, a new FromSoft game mm-hmm. where you feel confident in the designers and so you can just be like, man, I don't understand anything right now, but I'm really excited because I feel like it's going to be well designed. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the gameplay itself is really great. Um, I have mentioned, uh, sorry, recommended Inscription to a bunch of buddies. Oh, cool. And uh, a couple of them picked it up and and didn't kind of go all the way. You know, like you, they did the first mode and then they were like, I didn't get interested. But I was like, man, I just became more and more interested as like the game went on because I wasn't expecting it. I did get up to the third mode. Right. That's where I fell off. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But... Yes, that game's amazing. It's got it's basically got your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember playing and thinking, yes, this is this is the game for Darian. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that that recommendation was correct. Yeah, yeah, it totally was. Yeah. Um, and and when by the time I picked it up, it had this cool rebalanced mode oh, outside right. of the main game, yeah. so you could like indulge in that original yeah. rogue like card game. And uh, it was great. I probably played that for another 10 hours. Wow. And, okay, cool. Yeah, was, was, you know, decently difficult, um, you know, because I found like most of the games in the main game pretty, yep. pretty breezy, yep. pretty easy breezy. But uh, yeah, I think for me, it was like the mystery that, that really kept me going. Yep. And just fucking all the, you know, some of the puzzles weren't even that difficult but mm. they just smelt like smart and simple yeah. you know they weren't there to like hold you up yeah, they were just yeah. there for flavor but yep. it was good flavor yeah yeah i get you yeah very good yeah really dug inscription um <laughs> number two it's good lord we're getting to this pointy end spicy end of the the top five <laughs> uh armored core six Oh my god! Number two. Fuck! <laughs> this game is uh, this list of yours is coming as such a su- surprise. I feel uh, like yeah. you forget all the games we talked about uh, all year. Yeah. Armored Core. Armored Core. I loved Armored Core. I'm still wanting. It's on my media list to go back to and finish the new game plus four. Right. Um, I can't wait to do that. It mm-hmm. was just a uh, yeah. I mean, it was a fun time to hang out with you that day mm, and that just was a great like day. no life at all day basically. <laughs> um, yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I, that that game just did such a good job of like turning you into like like a pilot of a big <laughs> a big robot. Mm. Like by the time you're done with it, you're like even just the way that you think about the controller you're holding is like you could, you hold it differently. It's not like a completely different posture that you hold it with, but like the way that you're using the triggers and the way that you're pressing the buttons is like it's very different to like how it would play like a shooting game or something like that. Mm. Um, yeah, Armored Core Six. It was just a great fun time. Love a big robot. Can't go past a big robot. You did say um, that. Yeah. So that's my number two. Great. Great yeah. call. Yeah. I uh, I visited a buddy a couple of weeks ago and I saw that he had Armored Core 6 up on the screen. I was like, how's, uh, how's Armored Core going? He's like, oh, I've only played for like 25 minutes. I was like, right. oh, yeah. But uh, it's pretty cool, isn't yeah. it? And he was like, it is very fucking cool. Yeah. There's just like... 
Oh my god! Even from just the very start, when you like push forward in the mech for the first time, and the way the thrusters light up and die down, and where the way the coolant shoots out the back of them and stuff like that, there's just mm-hmm. all these like juicy bits of polish that they put on just locomotion in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to mention like anything about the way the bosses change and get different, and the types of gear that you unlock, and the sort of loop of like getting up to a boss, trying to figure out what you need to do to change your build to in order to like defeat them it was like an interesting loop that they haven't really done in a Souls-like game before you know it's yep. always like you had your build I guess most of the time yeah um I mean this one it was like oh I'm too fast or I'm too slow or like I need uh, you know I, after I stagger it it doesn't stay around for, on the ground for very long so I can get rid of this big laser that I use all the time to shoot it once it's down put something else there mm-hmm. um, and then you kind of find your favorite situation as well like your favorite gun and you try to use that most of the time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a good times. Good yeah. times with AC6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's really key, hey, being able to change the build easily. Yeah. Like, I wish modern RPGs made that more of, like, an inbuilt function, right? Because mm. it's one of the reasons I go back to Dark Souls 3 a lot mm. is because it's really easy just to completely reset your stats. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, when, you, when you're in Dark Souls, you, you're locked in. Like, if you find a sword or you want to try a build like you're trying that build and even if you like beat the game and go to new game plus guess what you you've still got that build oh, right. yeah, like yeah. You, you don't get to reset so yeah that's is there no item in dark souls one that lets you reset or no no oh, that's crazy yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's not i mm. wish there were yeah i would play it a lot more yeah. i don't need to play it anymore no, but like i would yeah go back often yeah um, I think if I ever go to the the dark side and pick up a PC, hmm. I think there's going to be a whole oh the mods whole extra thousand hours of Dark Souls for me to play. Mm. Delicious. Uh, hell yeah! Number two, AC six. Uh, my number two is Return of the Obra. Oh, I knew it was going to be right at the top. Mm. I thought it was going to be number one. Mm. Yeah, there's a reason it's not number one. Uh, but we can't talk about that right now. Uh, yeah, this this was just an incredible experience for mm. me. Kind of like Inscription, another eight-hour foray into like an indie game that I've heard was right. really, really great. Yeah. And uh, it blew me away. Mm. I um, Yeah, it's just one of those things where the impact was amplified by my lack of knowledge about the game. Mm. And yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it in the game club episode last month. I just, it, it felt like those moments of, of the epiphany that the witness focuses on were even more extreme. Like when you are figuring stuff out and I I don't know, you know, it's like when you do a, a crossword or something and you're just like, I'm a genius and Mm. it's like man I wonder like what it takes to put something like this together and like a crossword is a super simplified example compared to Return of the Obra Dinn but it's just like fuck imagine imagine the project planning Mm. for this game like just making sure everything is there for a reason like absolutely everything people's accents Mm. you know various sounds just there was nothing where I was like, oh shit, I wonder if that means this. And it didn't mean that. Like yeah. it meant, you know, the the conclusions I was coming to were like right every single time, mm. even though I had that 
initial thought where I was like, no, they didn't like go to that <laughs> yeah, yeah. extent. They went to that extent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they totally did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, I really loved the music. Mm. I really loved how all the chapters had unique music yeah. and it was like really bombastic for the extreme chapters mm. and like a little bit more mellow. Um, and yeah, I just loved that kind of gameplay loop of, you know, discovering a new body, mm. a new mystery to solve. Yeah. And the, the music for that chapter would play and you'd be like, all right, trying to soak up as much information as you could. And yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's one of those things where I don't even want to play another game like the Obudin. Right, right. Like it just feels so perfect yeah. over there. I haven't played anything like it. It's just like... I think if you tried to copy it, I don't know, you'd just be like, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I wonder if there's anyone actually even interested in copying it. You know, after mm. having seen it and played it, it is the th- that it, it, there's nothing else quite like it. Right. Right. And so, like, yeah, I, I can't imagine what anyone would even do. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know? To like it's like it already exists. Riff on it, yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. hard to imagine that kind of innovation. So, mm. yeah. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was blown away. And it, w- it was funny because sometimes with these game club games... And dude, fear and hunger for you, over mm. in for me. Mm. Game club coming through. We had a lot of there shit games oh, this yeah, year. Yeah. We found the diamonds in the rough. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> In a sea of zircons, yeah. we fucking found those diamonds. Yes. <laughs> there were some zircons, all right. <laughs> all right. We're at number one, baby. Mm. Here we are. Holy shit. I have no idea all what right. you're going to say. All right. I, all right. I don't think... I Need for speed. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I, re- I played the DLC. Yeah, yeah. It's technically new. <laughs> so good. Uh, no, the Resident Evil 4 remake. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. How could I fucking forget? You came on the podcast and you were like 10 out of 10. I still feel that way. Yeah. 10 out of 10 game. It's a shame all of the stuff that sort of came a little bit after it came out with like Konami doing its usual like mm-hmm. use some DLC tickets or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I think that game is so fine to just play without any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually really good to play without any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my, uh, JB the other day, friend of the pod, guest of the pod. And he was like, I, you know, it's one of the few games that I like look up videos on like what guns I should keep and which ones I should throw away. And I was like, what the fuck? That's part of the experience. Like, <laughs> you don't know. Like you, mm. you have a certain amount of space in your inventory and you don't know if you should upgrade a certain gun. Mm. But you're like, I've just been rocking this gun. I like this gun. So you keep upgrading it mm-hmm. and you find one that you would think might have been better. But you're like, oh, fuck, I guess I had to spent all this money upgrading my original pistol yeah i'll just keep using that yeah and so yeah i finished the final boss with my original pistol it's just like what what an amazing thing to pull off (laughs) in terms of balance right yeah totally um and so yeah that game was so much fun i remember like laughing my ass off at certain parts um the sort of what do you call it um campiness of the mm, game i think mm-hmm. really still shines through i'm sure there are a lot of people who played the original who might think that because I, I never finished the original um but might have played the original back in the day and have like some nostalgia about how campy it was compared to how the new one or the remake didn't maybe hit all those marks but right i still felt like it was terrific in that sense mm-hmm. um there was barely any points in that game apart from one that sort of soured it a little bit for me there was like a section with some cannons and a castle rooftop 
which was just a little bit like, why, why put this in? Or just like tone back on the amount of enemies sort of thing. Right. Um, that was the only time, the only thing. So it's just maybe 9.59 or something. <laughs> yeah, like sure. The tiniest little bit. And it was like a, you know, 20 minute section. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Return of the Obra Dinn. Where's the Evil remake? Yeah, sick. Um, yeah, I remember you were really excited to pick that up when it came out. Mm. Like, that was a day one for you, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. My God. So is that the kind of thing where, like, if I were to pick up Resi Evil 4 Remake now, mm. I would just update it and then turn the online functionality off so I didn't have to deal with all that uh, crap? I don't think so. I don't think you need to... It, there's no... Oh, maybe... I'd have to look at it. I'm not sure. Right. If it started to be like, you want to go to the PlayStation Store and buy this, then you can turn the internet off. But yeah. I don't yeah. think it does that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sick. Um, yeah, that's high on my list, mm. as is the other Resident Evil game that you recommended me, Resident Evil 8, which is the one with the the big booty. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big booty woman. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Resident Evil 4 remake, that's right. for sure. It's, it's still good. It's just, you know, yeah. yeah. The first couple of areas of that game are really good, but the rest is whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Man. Resident Evil 4 remake, mm. number mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. We love that. It was a fun time. <laughs> Everyone should play it. <laughs> um, and that came out this year. Uh, pretty sure I played it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it came out this year. Yeah, what a year. Holy shit. My concept of time is so wacky right now. I just have no idea. <laughs> like I, I saw Fear and Hunger on the list and I had a little mini panic attack because I like went back through the podcast episode. I was like, when did we play it? Was it last year? <laughs> no, it was this year. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, man, my number one is Returnal. Oh, yes, of course. Of yes. course. Of yeah. course it's Returnal. I played the ever-living crap out of that game. Yeah, and the second I get a PS5, mm. I'm playing it again. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. Yeah. Uh, that Tower of Sisyphus. Never did it. Oh, my God. Mm. I've never gotten into an endless mode before right you know oftentimes endless modes they're they're intimidating because it's just like well what's the point Mm. because you can't finish an endless mode Mm. uh but this like the core gameplay and the experience of finding guns and upgrading them Mm. and you upgrade them by using them you know it's like the uh the skyrim situation uh it's just incredible Mm. what what they've done with the shooting in that game and, uh, you know, th- this this is a title for me where it was almost interchangeable with Return of the Obra Dinn on the list. Oh, right. Because, you know, I, I love both of these games so much. But mm. what ticks Returnal over is that I just love games that feel fucking awesome to mm. play. You know, mm. like conceptually, Obra Dinn is so amazing. Yeah. But like what Returnal does with movement and shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of like Titanfall 2 back in the day yeah, yeah. where you played that and then everything else felt like shit. Yeah. You know, it felt slow. You're running through molasses, face down in honey. Uh, and so, yeah, playing Returnal, I was just like, man, this is like the Sekiro of first-person shooters. Yeah, yeah. Um, of third person. Of third person, yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, and so... Yeah, I just loved Returnal. Yeah. I loved all the modes. Yeah. The story is great. Pretty good story. Yeah. Oh, man. And the way they feed it to you, so mm. the pacing of the story. Yeah. That, you know, and this is a new kind of realm for Housemark, mm. who developed it. Like, 
for them to step into narrative, which mm. has not really been their strong point. It's yeah. always been gameplay. And to pull it off this well, um, and also just the boldness of like i don't feel like this is a a spoiler but the story doesn't really have closure Mm. you find satisfaction drawing parallels through the character experiences that you that you like are witness to that's pretty excellent though what a concept oh man and so yeah i just you know, I, I've been wanting to play this game ever since the PS5 launched because yeah. it was just like a roguelike from Housemark, and everyone talked about how hard it was. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I bet I'm going <laughs> to like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and shit. Yeah, it just, uh, it's satisfying in every way. The soundtrack, mm. too, understated. Yeah. Fucking sick. Played that with headphones. Mm. I think I hit like 40 or 50 hours by the end. Yeah, it's pretty uh, extent. Oh my God. It's just, it's just a bop. Mm. It's a bop to play. It's got that next gen feel. Mm -hmm. Returnal with the PS5 controller. Yeah. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, that's definitely like a nice little piece of cherry on top icing the way that they integrated the controller and the little micro vibrations and stuff and all the different weapon feels with the way Mm -hmm. you squeeze the trigger. Mm Mm-hmm. Not very many games have been doing that, and so it's great to see, you know, Housemark go and put the little, little bit of extra polishy touches on it that really make that different. Yeah, extra level of difference. Yeah, I couldn't believe how incredible standing in the rain felt. Yeah, right. You step game. out of the ship, and it's like oh. you get the little fucking Bjork tingles. Yeah, <laughs> you get the Bjork tingles. That's exactly right. Uh, and yeah, I just couldn't put that shit down. I'd probably still be playing it if the PS5 weren't wow. taken away from me. Okay. All right. Got some dangerous situations going on here, Darren. You've got like, <laughs> if I get a PC, it's all over. Dark Souls is going to be fresh in a thousand hours. And you're like, oh, if I get a PS5, we've got Returnal waiting for We're going to play it for another thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. And I just like... The, the beauty of uh, my, my time with Returnal is that I played it on my buddy's account. Yeah. So if I were to start, start it, I just have no save file. Oof. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, start, start fresh. Mm. Yeah, it's a video game the, the minefield out there <laughs> for you right now. Gotta yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Um, holy shit. So there we go. That's it. End of the year. Wrap it up, baby. Fuck. I mean, if anyone's got a list, if anyone's got a single game they want to shout out, you had a great time with that game, you know, your partner broke up with you and you found solace in mm. that game, mm. comfort, warmth, mm. uh, as long as it's not like one of Joe's hentai games, <laughs> we want to hear about what? it. What? <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a couple of weird games in people's list these days just because of some of the cool indie shit that's come out recently, like mm. um, Lethal Company, I think is going to be up the top for a lot of people. Oh, Lethal. I think I keep confusing Lethal Company with The Finals. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I just have names for these right, games. Right. I think I yeah. think I'm very confused about those two titles. The modding community that has popped up around Lethal Company. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. Rubber Ross from Game Grumps oh, yeah. doing an animation pack for Lethal Company no shit. for emotes and shit mm-hmm. there's all sorts of cool weird enemies that people have been putting in there reskinning existing enemies the game developers are actually still releasing new enemies into the game no shit I haven't played in a little while but I think this game is actually best played with a bunch of people who have never played it before 
Right, okay. Or if you do go in with someone, make sure that someone lets you do everything. Mm. You know, don't mm-hmm. let them be like, here's how you fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, I mean, you're right to make fun of that person. Yeah, because yeah. it's, you know, the whole joy in that game is discovering and mm. making these weird moments. And like, if the person who you're playing with or if the group that you're playing with, say it's like four four of you, mm-hmm. if three out of the four are veterans, it's not going to be fun. Right. Okay. It's going to be boring. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that game will be up the top for a lot of people this year, which is mm-hmm. going to be cool to see. Mm-hmm. Weird little indie like horror extraction game. Mm. Anyway, just wanted see. to shout out that one. Yeah. A little bonus honorable mensch. Yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, we hope you have a really <laughs> lovely weekend and we'll catch you when it's almost the weekend again. Goodbye. Bye.